You're listening to the Amber Lecturer. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast with myself, Derek. And myself, James. Don't let me uh, interrupt you there. James is putting some <laughs> glitter on his face. Commando style glitter. <laughs> fucking worse. Come on, Jesse, the fucking body venture. Yeah, it's about fitting that it's purple <laughs> glitter. Uh, this is episode 21. Um, I guess there's something legal about 21, isn't there? If you're in the good old US of A, we can now have mm. a drink. Yes. So raise a glass. You could already smoke and do lots of other things, but... They're not allowed to drink. Not allowed to drink. weird. Yeah, you're not even allowed to serve somebody drink. Oh. Yeah, that's all. I thought that was weird. I remember going and stopping into a shop. It might have been... It did happen when we were in LA as well. I remember the girl, I think, had to call somebody over. They actually ring the drink through. Did that happen to us in LA? The first yeah. night we stopped but in the... that's the same here. Like, if you're under age, you can't serve drink. Oh. It's well, maybe you just never noticed that happening here, but... Well, have you seen the shopping centres, the alcohol served at this till... Alcohol not served at this till. It you depends know, I, on the age of the person. I never actually gave it any thought as to why that was there. I just <laughs> that, that's why. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. To be honest, yeah, it makes sense. But I never gave it any thought <laughs> as to why those signs were above the tills. But yeah, so twenty-one episodes in, going strong. Well, uh, going. Well, yeah, yeah, we're going. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves here now. You know, uh, we're gonna start off with a few movies. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, I tipped along to the cinema. Went to see. Um, as above, so below. Okay. Uh, horror movie. It looks like Paris on the bus. Um, There's yeah. no bus in the film, I don't know, but the yes, it's ads Paris, are on the it's bus. O- it's under the bus, Paris. Um, under the bus, under, under <laughs> Paris, on the side of the bus. No, it's a horror film. Took a bit of convincing to get Louise to go, because although she likes horror films, she doesn't like horror <laughs> films in the cinema. Kind of a bit of a sensory overload. It's too dark, <laughs> too loud, too scary and shit. What happens if you turn on the turn off the lights in the house? Uh, no, she'll always have a light on when we're watching horror. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I, I don't get that because, funny enough, I was only talking to a guy at work today and he was telling me about the new um, Silent Hill video game that's coming out. And there's a demo out for it at the moment, apparently. And apparently it is pretty fucking scary. I mean, it's a horror game for any of I don't know. But apparently it's pretty fucking scary. And that's what he was saying, like, even the last Silent Hill... If he was playing it, he'd either have to play it during the day or at night with the lights on. Oh, what on. a wuss. Yeah. No, but to be fair, I have to say that it is something that... What, is the game going to get you? No, but it's it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's You've been submerged. It's like watching a horror film. Like It's why you jump and all this, because it gives you that shock and stuff. But with a game, I think the, the added element of a horror game is that you know, you're inadvertently making the decisions as to what's happening to kind of leading character. So, you know, that you're opening that door or you're bringing them around the corner or whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, we went along to the cinema anyway and i seen the trailers for it. Basically, the kind of rough synopsis goes, you know, there's apparently miles of catacombs under Paris full yes. of all sorts of different bits and pieces. You can actually take a tour of some of it, but a lot of it is blocked off or has sank and stuff like that it's and all. Full of zombies according to World War Z. Yes, exactly. But uh, that's why it's shut off. But, um, what you call it? No, it's um, this kind of, I won't say archaeologist one or something like that, but her father was seeking some treasure thing or whatever. That so he one. opened the Book of the Dead. Yeah, pretty much in the deadites and fucking dancing fucking songs and blood getting splashed everywhere. No, the um basically yeah, he he was in search of some kind of a ruined thing, as they all were, you know, so some people thought he was crazy, some people didn't, blah blah blah. She ends up in Paris with an old flame of horrors and then they recruit a couple of French uh, locals who go in and kinda of climb through these catacombs and kinda right. know where they're going. But as it turns out, like they go along, part of it collapses, they have to go in further than they want to, and then it all starts getting very um, very kind of spooky and ominous that they kind of come across, like, an entranceway, which basically means, like, you know, the, 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 in, the interpreter's kind of reading of it is that it's the inscription that's over the gates of hell, and you have to crawl on your belly to get into hell, and this thing's really low, and they come out, and they're basically in like a mirror image of where they just were as they're coming back through but of course everything's kind of fucked up and all and this is when it starts getting really fucking spooky and shit like that but basically kind of stuff starts manifesting that's of their own kind of mind like they're you know whatever they dream of whatever they, whatever they can kind of think up is happening it's manifesting itself and okay. of course it's all negative shit but it's really good up to like literally the last kind of 10 minutes of the movie the movie just goes ahead and kind of negates itself because 
she realizes that like this kind of stone thing she has, she has to go back and put it back in order to be able to undo what has happened, blah, 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 and all this sort of Kind of a course type thing. But Sounds like Indiana Jones uh, with the tree. Yeah, yeah, stones. no, but it's more a thing of that she has to take the rock, but she took the wrong one because she took the one that was technically the mirror image of the one she was to take and what have you. So, something like that anyway. Yeah. Sounds like Indiana Jones when he had all the cups. Yeah. To take the grail. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But, um, but basically... She, like, let's just say it's a, a, a bit of a fucking route they have taken. And there was everything from this death-like figure to these hands reaching up out of blood from the floor and all this sort of crack. And this is all the shit that's freaking you out as they go through. Sounds like Labyrinth with David Bowie's dick chasing Yeah, exactly, you. yeah. Le- less Bowie dick, more bloody hands. <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, it worked as they were going through because it was, you know, it's it's a bit cla- very at, at points in the film as well, very well done as in very claustrophobic. You wouldn't, you, I don't think you could be claustrophobic and watch this film. Like it was, uh, there was bits in it where it was. It felt very cramped, very kind of stuck and stuff. But she just turns around and has realizes that she has to go back to swap out this fucking this stone thing, this kind of infinity stone sort of thing. And she just cheeses it back through the whole thing. Literally mm. just running past everything, knocking away these different mm. bits and pieces. And you're kind of like, well, why the fuck didn't you just run through it in yeah. the first place? Like, you know what I mean? If all you had to do was actually run through it, like literally batting away what was coming at you because, you know, you weren't given the time to kind of manifest properly and stuff like that. And for me, it just kind of negated what came before it. Up to that point, I really enjoyed it. But, after that, like the last, like I say, 10 minutes, you just kind of found yourself going, going really, like, yeah. it was... Did you want a, a montage of her going back through all the stuff? But you got it. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> you literally got to see her run back and just brush off the different things and kind of ignore what she chose to ignore and run by shit. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know if she was meant to be somewhat more enlightened at this stage that she realized that this is what was happening. But Or was it like when you play Mario, you know what's coming? You can jump over this thing, you know, this thing yeah, is there. Yeah, there was definitely an element of that, but what I'm saying is it, it, that, that's definitely, yeah, that's kind of hitting the nail on the head right there. That's kind of what it is. But it's still, for me, in the moment, like, you know, I mean, yeah, in an afterthought, you'll kind of go, yeah, well, maybe that makes sense. But at the moment, you just kind of went, well, why did you just run through it in the first place yeah. then? There's no need for this guy to die, no need for that guy to die. You just could have just legged it, like, why'd you stop to look at everything? <laughs> you know, that sort of way. But so when we end up in hell, which is running, Straight through. Oh yeah, just cheesing it just straight, fucking straight at the devil. Straight through, all the way past them, and you're going to come out upside down out of a fucking manhole in Paris. Fair enough. And you'd be grand. And apparently, apparently, people climbing out of manholes beside the the Seine, isn't it? Yeah, the River Seine is a perfectly normal thing because there was a couple sat on a bench, not not ten yards from the manhole. <laughs> Don't bat an eyelid, don't get up, don't even kind of point and go, uh, there's three scruffy, blood-covered yeah. people climbing out of this manhole. Look, look like they've been to hell and back. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's grand. Just sit there. Oh, gay Paris. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? This is, they were too much in love to notice that the blood-covered there people. with baguettes and onions. And yeah, yeah. A bike with a basket on the front of it and a fucking skunk following <laughs> them around. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's not bad. It's worth a look, but it's, you know, like Better most. than the country. Uh No. No, the Conjuring was definitely better. The Conjuring was definitely more atmospheric and all, you know, that sort of way. It was just... They did show a trailer for that Annabelle, though. Um, the, the precursor to the to the Conjuring, the one that... Like, oh, ba- with the doll. The doll, basically, yeah. But, I mean, I can't help but think it's going to be just fucking child's play. Like, yeah. It's a doll. Probably I mean, Chucky with a different doll. Yeah, it's a doll. I mean, that's the thing with, you know, the, the quote-unquote horror movie that was child's play. I mean, I'm no soccer superstar, but I'm pretty sure I can fucking kick a doll away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just punt that thing fucking down the hallway or out a window or into the fire or whatever it needs being. You know? Possessed midget. Just go away. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a filing cabinet behind you there, a metal filing cabinet. Now, I don't care if that thing possesses the strength of a human. He's not going to break out of a metal filing cabinet. No. You know what I mean? So just put him in the metal filing cabinet, lock him away yeah. somewhere. You know that sort of way. It's it's the simplest thing that the antidote that you could possibly hope for. And you know you got a, a lineup. You've got Freddy Krueger. You got Michael Myers. You got fucking Leatherface. You know uh, Jason Voorhees and fucking Chucky yeah. bleeding <laughs> Chucky whatever. What was this? Uh, Chucky. Oh, uh, what was the name? Chucky Elric. James Earl Ray, or yeah, it was based on Chucky being Charles Manson, uh, Lee Ray, was it? Yeah, something like that. Something like that was another uh, prolific serial killer. Three first names, anyway. Yeah, basically, it was all serial killers and whatnot, or well, occultists, you know, people linked with that. But anyhow, yeah, 
I don't know if it's going to have the same effect or, you know, of The Conjuring because it's a doll at the end of the day. Yeah. I can't help but just feel like it's going to just be a fucking doll. Like, so, I don't know. I don't know. For that Mickey Mouse is looking ominous behind you. Yeah, again, Mickey Mouse jumps on my back here, starts going fucking aim shit. It's a, like, it's a, what, 18-inch fucking yeah. doll or something like that. Just grab him, fuck him against the wall, break him into some of his own parts, tear his arms off, whatever. You know, so, I mean, how hard is it to pull a, pull apart a doll? Yeah, I mean, even if the doll takes on the consistency of the human that's possessing it, something that small, just pure brute force and leverage, I could stand on one arm and pull the other one, and yes. I'm going to at least dislocate them, you know, that sort of way. I could do it to a child. I'm sure I could do it to a possessed yes. doll. Not that you've ever done it to many no, children. No, no, never, never done that at all, never. You see anything? Uh, Yes. Jay and Silent Bob's super sucky cartoon movie. Yeah, I I have to say, as much as I love Smith's stuff, after the watching the animated cleric series, I, I and I, which I didn't even watch in its entirety, I don't I don't don't like the animation. I didn't like the uh, I didn't like the animation in the clerics animated series, and it just didn't trans his his type of work is very it's, it's how it's written, not so much how it's performed, and it, it can't come across properly. I don't think in a cartoon. No, it didn't in this. It's it's a cartoon. It's uh, it's, it's it's Smith like if somebody hit him on the head and he's an idiot now but wasn't didn't Muse have a hand in either directing or producing he produced it yeah I mean, that says a lot man it looks like uh, he rewrote half of it because it's, it's Smith dumbed down it's really oh, it's, it's ridiculously yeah, stupid he probably did there probably was rewrites and mm. got his name on as many fucking credits as he could for the payday yeah. you know, that sort of like, but yeah no there was there was nothing about it made me want to no. watch it and uh, I'm not advising you to watch yeah, it I'm, I'm not advising anybody know. to watch it yeah no, there's, there's some things like that, that like no matter how much you like an actor or a director or a writer there's some things that you just know you just look at it you just kind of know offhand you're going to go nah, yeah. that, that's not going to be my bag at all like you're, you're listening out for the, the voices because everybody who's in the smartcast uh, podcast thing Oh, does right. something so you're that's all the only thing worthwhile yeah, so it's all to tell them steve dave lads yeah Mosier, you know garmin basically yeah. yeah okay it is it's ridiculous but even at that uh, louise is great for it but i'm terrible when you hear a voice actually going oh yeah that's so and so or whatever but because these are all on podcasts you'd recognize they, the voices because that's all you hear you don't see the person yeah maybe so but i mean there's a cartoon called um Agent Oso, special agent Oso, I think. It's like this little teddy bear thing and it does James Bondy type stuff. No, somebody holds it down, pulls its arms off. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much going, not so special now, are you? But uh yeah, no, but Louise spotted it as being fucking Samwise Gamgee, like uh Sean Austin. All right. Uh and I'd have never got it, not in a million fucking years. No more than even watching Guardians of the Galaxy, I could not hear um Brad Cooper in Rocket. I just couldn't. I, no. I don't know no matter how much I was going to listen I kind of go on there was nothing there I just don't I mean there's certain people yeah like you know you're Robin Williams of the world and stuff like that or not of this world but like that you'll pick up on the, his voice because there's a very distinctive tone yeah. to his voice but generally speaking I'm not great at that so therefore I think watching a cartoon when you hear voices that you think you recognise again it's just going to pull you out of you you're going to be going oh, who's that who's that voice I recognise that voice sort of thing did you recognise Vin Diesel in Guardians well yeah it's not hard I've seen Iron Giant <laughs> so I mean <laughs> I think they just actually took the soundtrack of Iron Giant or the, yeah. the fucking the audio roll or whatever it was and they just put it over it um, speaking of recognising people and things do you ever um, you know when you see a movie and you see someone's face and you're kind of going I know what, what did I see them in what did I see them in well, that happened yesterday um you know, it's coming up on Halloween-y type season, getting there, thereabouts. That's six weeks away. Yeah, yeah, it's for kids, it, that's far close enough. Uh, I just downloaded a bunch of Halloween-type films for the kids, and Casper being one of them. And uh, I stuck it on, and the young one... No, was it Casper? No, I tell a lie. I, I did download Casper, but I also got Hocus Pocus. Um, the Witch, Bette Midler, the fat board from Sister Act and Sarah Jessica Parker. That's about a horse then. Yes, pretty much. No, uh, I've never seen a horse. No, I, it, you wouldn't. It's, it's a kid's film based about three witches back in kind of Salem times, but they put some sort of a course on, which means that if some, uh, Virgin lights some candle or something like that, that, they can come back, but it's only for the one night, but then they did consume the souls of children to stay young or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, there's a young one in it, and straight away, you know, you kind of look, and when you see a kid, you're kind of going, she looks very like she, I think she grew up to be somebody like who is she who is she 
And again, fair play to Louise. Like she's she's here. She goes, no, don't tell me I went straight to IMDb. Yeah. Uh, Louise, like, no, everybody does that now. Don't Nobody, tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. The art of conversation and talking about who yeah. that is and who it's not is gone. But yeah, no. But I think yeah, okay. But uh, I also think it's good because it's it's a bullshit fucking detector because yep. when somebody's telling some fucking ridiculous story, you don't go, hang on a minute, that doesn't sound right, and you can look it up like. Yeah, but the art of sitting there wondering who that is or who yeah, was or actually that. trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's like, gone. Um, what was that? game we were playing on a drive one time uh, Six Degrees of Separation is oh, Kevin calling? Bacon oh Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon yeah you uh, get Six Films Lincoln Kevin Bacon to somebody yeah but you can do it with any apparently you can do it with any two actors yeah but the game is Six yeah, Degrees of Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon yeah but um, but like that anyway yeah the, like that you know you could just jump online now and kind of probably find the, the train that leads them all yeah. one to the next but yeah, it turns out it's the the young one from American Beauty, not Mina Savari, obviously. I do the one. Yeah, the chick who runs off with the bag watching dude. Okay. Um, who was, if I'm not mistaken, so the bag lady. Wasn't he the devil's son and something? Possibly Ghost Rider. I don't know. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, because it was a real weird cast, and he's in the Hunger Games now. That's nice. Sporting some. Really wacky, supposedly futuristic, just looks absolutely fucking goofy facial hair. One of these, you know, ridiculously defined beards. It looks like you held up a stencil to someone's face and actually just spray painted. Like Night yeah. of the Roxbury spray painted <laughs> on their fucking locks, like. That's what it looks like. But, um, yeah, that's uh, the, the Halloween shit that I watch. But did you, is there anything you'd recommend for the week? I see a few films on your list there. Oh, you see two. Oh, okay. I'm looking at, okay, I'm looking at it upside down. I see yes. a bunch of shit there, whatever that is. It's obviously news that no, to look I only watched watch James Lionel Bob's Super Sucky cartoon movie and then to cheer myself up I watched Jim Jeffries' latest stand-up. Which uh, is the Aussie dude? Yeah. yeah. Which is really, really good. Is it? It is. I don't know. I don't know if it's just that of all the people, of all the nations, shall we say, there's something about Australians. I just kind of find them a bit annoying. Yeah, everybody's annoying. I find everybody annoying. Yeah, but I find Australians especially annoying. And that's it. I know that's a real generalization because I don't actually know any Australians. But it's you know it's no different than when I watch a film with an Irish person in it when it's not an all-Irish cast. They just come across as fucking thick as two short planks. They generally are. Yeah. But it's like that with Aussies. For some reason, if it's not an all-Aussie cast, like, you know, you're no, not home and away our neighbours. This is one guy on a stage. Yeah, no, I, I know that, but what I'm saying is that that's that's the same thing as in when there's the one person to just stand out mm. I, I don't know I just find him a bit annoying and I did watch a bit of that show you gave me with him in it um, yeah, one of the other ones no no the, the TV show oh, legit legit and I wasn't sold at that either I watched a couple of episodes of that I thought it, that was very funny yeah I don't know again I, I didn't really it got cancelled yeah, well, there you go, because of people like me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I didn't I didn't particularly like it. I didn't particularly find it funny. And I think I may have watched one of the stand-ups that you gave me. And, again, I don't think I watched it all, because, again, it doesn't, it, nothing, it doesn't really ring a bell me. But I'm, I know you did give mm. me some before. And just something about him doesn't do the business. But, well, you still think he's funny. Yeah, he is very funny. Yeah. That was, it was great. One of the, like, just kind of insulting everybody. Brilliant. Yeah, I actually watched... Um, Carl and a Carnegie during the week. Um, well, I watched a bit of it. I didn't watch it all. I was just, I was sitting there and work and kind of just, I think it was maybe about a half an hour left of work. I was going, no, I need something to just stick on and if I get interrupted, it's not going to be a big deal. And I just opened up the stand-up folder I have and stuck on and said, ah, oh, a bit of Carlin's always good. It is. Which brings me to thinking, um, this came up with a conversation there the other day and I just thought of it when I opened up that folder. I have a folder for all my stand-up stuff. Bill Hicks. Like, I don't necessarily find Bill Hicks funny. It's is nearly sacrilege to say it. Like it's like you know, it's like it's this thing where it's it's cool to like Bill Hicks. That's but I don't particularly find him funny. He was he was never he was funny, but not everything he did was funny. Yeah. The, the way he said it, he was he was very different from other stand-up comedians of the time, and everybody kind of followed him. Yeah, but I mean, is that not the same thing of saying like you know when people you know. The the train the trail you can follow of, of fucking prolific black comedians. You know, people go prior Morphy Rock. Now Chris Rock mid nineties, yes, I found it very funny, but was that just because of my age and maybe, you know, how relevant was it? But I don't find Chris Rock funny now. 
I find this stuff tired. I find it very um, repetitive. Even though it's new, I find it kind of it just sounds repetitive because of how he delivers it. Eddie Murphy, I never particularly found funny. Um, and when you look back at, like, say, Delirious and Raw, like they're actually embarrassingly ignorant when you look back yeah, at them. Now. They they're, they're not actually funny. At, it's not like you'd even kind of go, oh, my God, how did he say that? Oh, it's actually just painfully ignorant, yeah. the stuff he's saying in it. And then you go back to um, Pryor, and I only watched one DVD on his something smoke or up and smoke or yeah, that sounds right. Something along those lines, and I did not find it one bit funny. And you know, again, I watched it because people always went on about how like he was kind of like the godfather of these kind of yeah. you know modern kind of black comedians and all, and it just was shit. Yeah, but everything changes like the references of what's happening. You would have to be alive at that time. I don't to know. Truly I mean, get like, okay. You watch, like, I just watched Carlin at Carnegie. That's, like, late 70s, maybe. Maybe yeah. even earlier. But Carlin was very different. He's, he was more the the way the words are laid out, the way, than what's happening in the world. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But there are some comedians that that's what I'm saying. Their stuff can be somewhat relevant and funny to the people of that time period because he's talking about I mean I, I think at one point he mentioned Reagan or something like that or whatever you know that sort of way but that's what I'm saying. But the fact that you could sit down now like you know 30 years later or 30 odd years later or whatever it is and still sit down and somebody who's A not of the country that he was talking about the politics in or whatever it was he was talking about in and B like a couple of generations removed from when it was recorded and still find it really funny that to me is comedy. Like that, that's a proper. That's why Carlin is probably one of my favorite comedians, like because it's his stuff is literally timeless. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I find that with Hicks as well. I find his his stuff timeless because I recognize all his references because it was just when I was fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, and like he stands out like that. Oh, there's me. no denying that. The, you know, to be fair, the spots he would hit, like the beats he'd hit, like where beats that everybody would know, like, be it, like, the JFK assassination and all, I mean, like, you'd want to be under a fucking rock to not know about it, but I don't know, like I say, it's just one of them things where, you know, you nearly kind of have to, you know, hold your fucking tongue when when people are talking about Hicks, because it's nearly sacrilege to turn around yeah. and say you don't like Bill Hicks when you're talking amongst, amongst a, a bunch of people who are going to be raving about Hicks, like, yeah, you know, I, sort of way. I find a lot of people who say that. I've never watched this comedy, never seen him. No, it's like, it's, it's like, um, I only heard a fact there the other day, I don't know where, um, but the, think bands, okay? T-shirts. Yeah. Bands T-shirts. Yes. Most famous or most printed and used band T-shirt in the world. Ramones. Yes. Now, you can walk into fucking Pennies, which for anybody not from Ireland is a discount clothes shop that if does. You're in England, it's Primark. Yeah, it's Primark in England. It's Pennies here. It would probably be along the lines of, I think, isn't there like a. It's not related, no. but isn't there like a JC Penny in America or something yeah. like that? I think there's a cheap place the, or something. If anybody from the rest of the world is listening, all those Indian people who were squished when the building fell on them about a year ago, they yes. all worked for Pennies. Yeah, they were all making clothes for Pennies. <laughs> But yeah, pennies do, they used to be just cheap shit clothes, now they do cheap shit branded clothes, so they got licensed stuff, so like, you go into the kids department and you'll find Disney princesses and Doc McStuffins, you go into the, the girls department, it's like One Direction and shit, you go into the fellas department, there's like little band logos, be it Nirvana, yeah. Ramones, uh, Zeppelin, I've seen a Zeppelin short, uh, you'll get Marvel stuff, DC stuff, but like I say, the point being is you can walk into pennies and buy a Ramones sh- t- t-shirt for possibly no more than five five euro maybe you yeah. know so give or take what five euro what three dollars yeah something like that no be more would it be more or less we would five say five dollars five yeah no it'd be more five five euro we say five euros five pounds five dollars yeah okay five yeah five across the board you'll buy a ramones t-shirt so there's people walking around who don't even know who the Ramones are, just see this kind of presidential-looking seal of a logo and kind of go, oh, yeah, I'll have that. Because that's the, you know, it's one of them things that where, you know, you don't have to, you know, people don't have to have seen or heard the relevant thing that they're talking about or, or, or big upping, like, you know, that sort of way. And it's only if you kind of quiz them on it. Yeah, like, you ask anybody, name a Ramones song. 
they can't. Yeah, they can't. Even ask them who were the Ramones or yeah. you know anything like that. Right, after you kick them in the nuts, why why that that sure say Marky and not a uh, the other drummer? Yeah, but no, there's, a, there's a big thing about true Ramones fans go right. for the original lineup as opposed to as opposed to, uh, to well the the next one. Yeah, they changed the shirts. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just one of them things where, like you say, it's bandwagon stuff. People love to just kind of, if something's considered, oh yeah, people love Bill Hicks or people love fucking, I don't know, who else, like, you know, that's all right, but, you know, Bill Hicks is the one we're talking about, where it is, it becomes, it's like, say, films, Scarface, people love to say, oh yeah, fucking Scarface, I turn Scarface off. Like, yeah, I, but you don't like gangsters. No, I don't like gangster movies, true, but, like, you know, I sat, I watched Godfather, I've watched some, I mean, I have seen some, and I, to, to base me analysis of I don't like them, and I did enjoy, say, Godfather, I did enjoy the couple of seasons of uh, Sopranos when I was laid up with a broken foot and stuff, but generally it wouldn't be my go-to thing, but people will talk about it, like, you know, because it has that weird cult status, and you're going to go, oh yeah, it's yeah, like Easy Rider and stuff, but they've never seen it, like, yeah. I've never seen Easy Rider, because like, I'm not going to comment on it or have an opinion on it. That's not bad. It's a uh, Fonda, isn't it? And um, Fonda, John no, John Nicholson's no? in it. Uh, Hopper, Hopper. Before you change yes. that kitchen apart. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, but um, but like that. There's just some things where people. It's real bandwagon stuff. Like you know, it's like at the moment here in Ireland. MMA is like oh you know because everybody's Conor McGregor Conor McGregor everybody knows Conor McGregor's name but nobody knows what the fuck MMA is everybody like oh yeah, yeah. it's still cage fighting it's, it's UFC you know what I mean you kind of like yeah, if that it's it's cage fighting to most people yeah but but at best they're gonna refer to it as UFC and stuff like because they literally it's bandwagon mm. mentality they don't know anything about it but um what you call it yeah no it is it's just one of them things though, like I say where. Sometimes, you know, Louise will often say to me, oh, are you just going against the grain? I remember when Man of Steel came out. It was like, because everybody was raving about it, and I came out of it kind of going, eh, it was okay, like, you know what I mean? And I was pointing out the faults of that. And it wasn't until, in the subsequent weeks, other reviewers who weren't just jumping on the, the fucking DC bandwagon of the Hollywood blockbuster start pointing out some of and the same, you know, fucking similar qualms that I had with it. But it was just kind of a case of, oh, you're just saying it's not good because everyone else is saying it's yeah. good, like, you know? I get that sometimes because I generally don't like, like, the... We take the X Factor as an example. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like watching YouTube videos of stuff, people getting hurt because they watch that, uh, you being framed. I never like that. It's the same thing. Yeah. I do like that. I like watching people hurting themselves because, yeah, to me, it's idiots fucking... Like, but these the people. whole idea of the you being framed thing is what's going to happen to this person? And I can see what's going to happen to most people before oh, yeah. it happens. That's wh- Therefore, it's not that's funny That's why, to me. like, there's um, like a YouTube channel that I would watch. Not subscribed or anything. I wouldn't be that passionate about it, but uh, it's called Fail Army. And the reason I like it over other ones that put up these falls and shit is that it's well maintained and they categorize it into weeks it'll be September week 1 September week 2 and then at the end of the month they'll do best of September and it'll be all the best bits and all but it is you're just watching it just to watch people fuck themselves up like, yeah. I find that funny watching people like there's there's one I was oh, it's, um, the guy doing a backflip off a vending machine it's it's years old at this stage but it's like it is, it's like it's in a school but an outdoor sort of bit of a corridor but you know it's not it's not it's open plan but he's on top of a vending machine goes to do a backflip off it but literally lands on face and knees if you can imagine kind of like in a fetal position yeah. but that's how he lands it's just disgusting the noise of him hitting the ground but, but it's so fun at the same time because you're just going to go yeah you're a fucking idiot what are you doing backflipping off a vending machine anyway like he's an idiot yeah basically yeah. but that shit is funny to me it's not I don't like to think of the world's full of these idiots yeah no but it's not full of them but it's just nice to know that enough of them are out there to, to entertain us non-idiots Yes, we've never done that. No, I've never backflipped off a vending machine and landed on my face. No. Um, well, I suppose that's what makes the world go around, eh? It does. Okay. Uh, so you watched a shit movie and a, a shit stand-up? Yeah, the stand-up was really good, though. I recommend everybody, t- they should watch it. Yeah, I watched a shit movie, too. I watched um, Maleficent. Snow White's ma. Yeah. No, not Snow White. Um, Sleeping Beauty. Care. Basically, they and uh, this is what I couldn't understand. I'm, go- I'm not even going to give this much to airtime. Um, that's Snow White or Sleeping Beauty or whatever. So it's Scooby Doo. It's uh, that's Snow White. Okay. Um, but basically, she did. They changed the story, like uh, you know, the the and about Disney. And this is what confused me. Is Disney released S- Sleeping Beauty? 
and then Disney released this Maleficent, obviously years later, and it's a live action. But they've changed the story. Like basically, in the original, she pricks her. Uh, what happens is the three fairy godmothers take her away, so she can't prick her finger on a spinning it, wheel. You can prick your finger, but you can't finger your prick. Exactly. What up, George Carlin? Yeah. Um, they take her away to hide her from Maleficent, and basically what happens is they bring her back and on it's like her 16th birthday then she does prick her finger because Maleficent then realises she's coming back and finds her blah 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 but in this film Maleficent has literally been watching over her and because the three fairies are ditzy and Maleficent is literally protecting her even though okay. she has put the spell on her and it just they're nearly trying to make an uh, well, anti-hero is the wrong word but they're trying to change her perception of the the of Maleficent, like you know, yeah, that's why you can't truly be bad. Yeah, they're making out that like by the by the kind of by the time it comes around, she she wants to lift the course, but yeah. in the course she put in a stipulation where no magic can lift this course, obviously including her own. She didn't put in the small print because at the time she didn't see that she'd want to. But it's just one of those things where, for me, it was just all it was just a CG orgy of little creatures and different bits and pieces. There were some cool kind of tree like people and stuff like that that kind of better than the Ents in Lord of the Rings for sure but um, like there was some of the effects were nice and then some of the, the, the character design was good but overall like them changing a story that you already knew completely and then trying to make a hero out of a villain and all it, it just didn't work and it was a mess and I didn't enjoy right. it and overly long as well for what it was yeah I won't, won't watch it so no don't no I did watch uh, Dead Wish you did I did that oh, was too. My God, that film is rapey. <laughs> I had not. I mean, again, it's one of these films I was well aware of, but uh, yeah. had never seen. So I mean, let, we might as well talk about it. Yeah, I thought the whoa, 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 intros. It's that Let's time, people. The movie box of doom. Rape. <laughs> yeah, the movie box of rape. But uh, yeah, it should be called fucking rape wish too. Yeah. The, the Simpsons shit. joke, uh, Dead Wish 9. I wish I was dead. Oy, dead I wish, wish I was dead. Stop raping my family. Yeah, it's like, Oy, I wish I wasn't raping everybody. But uh, yeah, no, it's shit. There's some rape in that film. There is. You fucking, you've got, you've got uh, gang rape, which supposedly uh, four out of five people like gang rape. Yes. Um, then you have this weird, oh, the, the second one, the, like when he's fucking just, like eerily climbs on top of the fucking what would you call her she's not comatose what would you call her challenged no just, there, there is a name for it she's um it's not just incoherent it's like i don't know i mean the, the, the lights are on but no one's home starting with the young one and she's kind of lying there and your man like pulls her short open and then climbs onto her and it just has his wicked way with her and you know she lies there emotionless to to it all, and it's only when the second lad kind of whips his dick out, she just gets up, legs it clean through yeah. a fucking window and onto the, a fence. I didn't see the fence bit coming. Yeah, the that worst was nice. escape ever. Yeah, that was nice. But I don't think it was even about escape. It was just anything but another dick, mm. and you know that sort of way. But uh, but then the fucking the the house guest getting it and all this are the the not house guest excuse the me maid. The, the maid house cleaner thing whatever you want to call her. Yeah, I mean that film man was fucking hell. It was rapey as shit. Yeah. The 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 first one, very like the the maid. People break into the house and rape the daughter and the mother. And that's why is that meant to be the daughter? And that's why she's in that yeah. kind of you know incoherent yeah. state where it's kind of like she's, she's like reverted uh, into. She's like Neeson's daughter, only less kidnapping and more rape uh, taken. Yes, or it's like who's the dead king of the hill? Brittany Murphy. Okay. Um, did she the film with Michael Douglas? And he's to try and get some information out of her, but she's like that. She's just, uh, oh, there's a fucking name on it. It's still me bleeding head in. There is a name on it where they're like, a, you know, they're a bit of an invert. Like they kind of, you know, half the shit's going on on the inside. Like they're not kind of outwardly spoken enough. And he's trying to get information out of this chick, kind of like that. But uh, more. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Rapey fucking movie. Yes. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, you know, what's the difference between that and say, Hills Have Eyes or Last House on the Left which were banned I mean they, there's I mean Dead Wish 2 was more I've seen Hills Have Eyes or Last House on the Left and Dead Wish 2 was much worse than what it shows you and what's actually happening it's probably the blood and guts part of the other ones but there wasn't a whole lot of blood and guts though that's well, the only thing 
When you think back to them, like, that wasn't. We watched Last House on the Left, and it was like a fucking bad comedy. It was. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that wish was genuinely an uncomfortable sort of film. When you're watching those scenes, you're kind of going, that's a whole lot of rape going on there. Like, was it three rapes or attempted rapes in the first 20 minutes? Uh, At least two. Well, there's there's the the maid one. Yeah. Like she gets it off all of them. Like she gets it off. What there's five or six of them five in the gang. Five in the gang. She gets it off the fucking lot of them. Like you know that's all. And who was the other one? The the daughter, and the the people in the van. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The couple. That yeah, yeah. yeah. These uh, and every time the police are talking about them and Bronson's talking about them, they're talking about muggers. These boys aren't muggers. Yeah, They're clearly let, gang rapists. Yeah, let, let's just call a spade a spade here. I didn't see them make off with any. Well, they made off of uh, Bronson's they're, wallet. They're pickpockets yeah. slash rapists. You know, there's, always, there's no like, there's no petty, you know, petty crime here. These boys are fucking serial gang rapists. Like, you yeah. know, yeah, let's steal this guy's wallet. Go to his house and rape everybody. <laughs> let's rape everything that's in Both his house. Go to mega mass rape aside. <laughs> that's it. Anything with a fucking hole got a got a got a fucking dick and. Okay, um, Bronson's dog jumped out the window. Oh, that onto a fence, like okay, that was two, 1982. Charles Bronson, Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> forty. I'm surprised it is. I, I'd, I'd have went yeah higher, twenty nine percent. It's not a great film, but it's not terrible. No, you know what I mean. Ultimately, it's watchable. You know that sort yeah. of way. Like you know, it's oh. even a weird, creepy guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got an awkward boner on, yeah. but I mean, it's watchable. <laughs> you know, um, budget of two million. Uh, what do you reckon, box office? Remember, nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, going off the f- first one was fairly big. Bronson was fairly big, so ten, twelve, sixteen. That's not bad. Indeed. The only thing that I didn't look up, because um, it just wasn't really ours, but how old is fucking Bronson even in those <laughs> movies? Like, Or does he, did the guy just like sleep beside a microwave or constantly in the sun yeah. or something? Like that big wrinkled head on him. Be fair, fairly old. He wasn't always an actor. He like he worked for a living beforehand, as okay. far as I know. So All right. He didn't just walk into this when he was 18. And yeah, like he clearly didn't get into it for his fucking looks anyway, no. that, or his acting ability to be that, for that matter. Okay. Uh, what do you think of the... Jimmy Page, straight out of Led Zeppelin, score. Was it? Yeah. Didn't know. It, it was shockingly like bad for. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a Zeppelin fan. So well, Zeppelin was generally good. Like you'd, you'd know their hits if they came on the radio. Okay. But would you have noticed anything good from that score? Can't say I did. I didn't even know it was the score at all. To be, to be honest, so. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. The only time I noticed a bit of music was in. The, the gang rapist having a weird little <laughs> dance off like it's yeah. you're gonna like what the fuck man like, what, what was wrong with the bleeding uh, with the 80s like you know what I mean these dudes like one minute they're up jiving on the street car and the next minute they're off gang raping people yeah. like it's fucking yeah, what sort of gang is uh, kind of interracial gangs with white guys and black guys in late 70s early 80s LA None. never happened never happened and one of them practically had a ginger afro like yeah. you know that sort of way he couldn't have been fucking white or like <laughs> you know that sort of way and they have Lawrence Fishburne who oddly enough in the credits is listed as Lawrence Fishburne the third he changed his name yeah I mean, well he realised his dad and granddad weren't called Lawrence Fishburne yeah, or we're, went, we're never gonna make it yeah good <laughs> one. Uh, yeah maybe I should drop the third okay <laughs> Well, the current score is 9-8 to my good self, I believe. So, uh, you have a chance to come back neck and neck with us here. You want to head up to questions for us, or will I? Fire away. I shall fire away. Okay, I have a... I've gone with a weird system where all my questions involve buses. (laughs) (laughs) 29-8. No! Um, Okay. What number bus does he get on when he's being followed? The no. Is that your answer? Yes. I don't know. Okay, it's bus 990. Okay. Go on. Paul gave the guy three building options when for the building he was building. Glass, wood, and concrete. Yeah. Lowest to highest cost-wise, put them in order. You can't keep doing this. You keep giving me three questions in one. It's not. It's put this in order. Oh, oh just put... You don't gla- want the prices, gla- you want... No, glass, wood, and concrete. Glass, wood, and concrete. Well, it's got to be wood, glass, concrete. No, it's wood, concrete, glass. Really? Yeah. Glass is more expensive than concrete? Apparently. Okay. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> okay. 
what number bus does he get off when yeah, he's being followed? You know, my question now, you asked me to remember the numbers of buses. <laughs> I'm rubbing one out because there's no, after the rape. The only reason I asked this second question was because it's actually a continuity error in the movie. Right, uh, so the what, same as the last one. I just told you there's a continuity error, so how could it be the same as the last one? <laughs> I don't know, the 29A. <laughs> no, 99. <laughs> he got on bus 990 nine and got off bus 99. Fair enough. Shitting out on the bus questions. Yes. Go on. Uh, what was the maid's name? Venezuela. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no idea. Rosaria. Rosaria. They okay. said it three times before they went into the house. To rape her. No, but she was lying dead in the kitchen. Okay. Um, do you want another bus question or I have one other question? Uh, go with the other question. The other bus one? Yeah, go with the bus question. <laughs> I don't know the number of the bus, though. Okay, well, I won't give you that one. I'll, g- I'll give you a fighting chance here. Okay, uh, what is the name on the ID badge? Before or after? <laughs> this is what I've done this question because of the way you asked by your questions. Um, what's the names on the ID badge before slash after? You uh, obviously have the answer. Paul yeah. Carter is after. Before, I don't know. You're wrong on both counts. Okay. <laughs> It was Peter Carter. It's close enough. Uh, but yeah, close only counts on horseshoes and hand grenades. Uh, it was James Crabe beforehand. And P- I say Crabe because I went to school with a lad called Noel Crabe. But it was Noel Crab. Yeah. But when they wanted to be possible, he'd pronounce it Crabe, which was never. Um, yeah, Peter Carter and James Crabe. So that's three big fat zeros for you. So what right. me? When Jerry woke Paul up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jerry the and blonde Paul. chick. Charles Bronson. When the blonde chick wrote Charles Bronson <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> right, God. You should at least remember the character names. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, it sounds like a deal with it. I don't remember your woman. I don't remember her name. Jerry. What was the purpose of her in the whole film? She done nothing. She literally done nothing in no. the whole film. She got him into the hospital. She kind of, yeah. that was the thing. But anyway. Yeah. When she woke Paul up, who did she say he was expecting? He was all grumpy and said, who are you expecting? Uh, I don't know. Um, who are you expecting? <laughs> Gang of rapists? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? No. Fuck <laughs> oh, off! I was gonna say there's no way. She, there's not that insensitive. Not yeah. even back in the early eighties. Uh, Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. Who the fuck is Raquel Welch? She's an actress, possibly famous in the early eighties. Okay, well that's a <laughs> we're at, we're at a tie. Have you got another question? I've one and a half. <laughs> I have a bus question. Okay, go with your bus question. Uh, okay. What number bus... <laughs> the, the, all the questions start with that. What number bus does he get on with the muggers? The 29A. <laughs> no, believe it or not, it's not the 29A he ever got on. It's the 810 PT Furman. So the 810 was the bus. Point Furman was where he was going. So, okay. Jesus, you're shitting out big time. The tactical team, when they were... Uh, undercover headquarters of the van what was written on the side of the van that was a tactical team yeah when they were looking for the the toughest guy in the gang when he was battering all the cops in the middle of the street oh that was <laughs> hilarious uh, fuck oh. I don't know and the old cliche that it was like a flower truck or something like that was it something to do with flowers no okay Tony's exterminators Fucking hell, we are shit now big time. <laughs> we got all sex crazed watching this one. That's what's wrong. Okay, I can make up a question from my questions, but do you have another question? Yeah, but it's a half a joke question. Well, mine we'll is going the same because it's not even really a question. But go on. Oh, it's me for us, isn't it? Yes. Okay, uh, on the ID, what was the profession of the doctor? Gynecologist. <laughs> They're in a mental institute. It's a fucking psychologist. The rapiest film ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, psychologist. <laughs> All right. This how is not shaping up to be a stellar uh, week. How do you stop a bus in LA? Okay. <laughs> the gang used a unique method of stopping a bus. Lifting up some board scared who's waiting <laughs> on it. No, you man jumped up on the wing mirror. It was hanging off it as the bus stopped. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In, in Dublin, the, that means put the, the foot back guys. down and yeah. keep going. Okay, so that's... Uh, we're, look, we're five questions in. That's not a <laughs> yeah. single answer, we're, right? We call that a draw. Yeah, I think, I think the safest bet is to call that a draw. 
But on, uh, you know, unlike um, the St. Elmo's fire draw, <laughs> you know, there, there was a winner here. You know, we, we got our rape on and stuff like that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's one of them films. It's just, again, I don't know. Is it just because the film's branded horror or branded crime? And that's what got them, like, banned? Because for me, this film done a lot worse things yeah. than some of the horror films <laughs> that were banned. But anyway, <laughs> Death Wish Tale. Want to get that box on rattle? I do. Do I get the pick? Uh, oh, oh, I got a pick. Yeah, you pulled out that wish. So here it is. Proof incarnate that the box does exist. Uh, how do you open this thing again? Oh, there we go. I'll just reach in. Reach in, reach in, reach in. Oh, hang on, what's this? Oh, my God. <laughs> that wish tree. That wish tree, now. The raping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they, like they should rename films like that. Like, you know, like literal names on yeah. films. Like, yeah, the raping. <laughs> rape Master 2. No retreat, no rape. Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre 2. Hopper makes a kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, no, um, no holes barred. Oh, nice. Stallone, isn't it? No uh, house parts slow. No, Hogan. Hogan, the, the big black guy. Zeus. Zeus, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. Classic 80s fucking tripe. Yes. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 80s. I'm going to say early 90s. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll get an internet connection here. Do check it real quick and I'll just try. I reckon 92, 91, 92. Um, I'm just thinking... Like Hogan and Rocky and all that was kind of they they definitely were nineties they were definitely eighties yeah. like so I'm, I'm I'm considering in around that time frame let me just see here if I don't know now uh, what are we looking up no holds bird bird no holds oh yeah eighty nine so uh now hang on I just got the Rip that must be his name in it Rip is the world oh it's actually World Wrestling Federation that I was mentioned in it. Was this a WWE mm. movie? It was, okay. Rip. And Angle and SummerSlam match. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's Hogan and somebody versus So Zeus. basically an hour and a half long promo for yeah. WWF at the time. Hogan and I think Cheesecake versus Zeus and Savage. Right. I we remember Zeus being at the end of the film. I'll download the match. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rip is the World Wrestling Federation champion who was faithful to his fans and the network he wrestles for. Wow, <laughs> so true. It's based on a true story. Brell, the new head of World Television Network, <laughs> World Television <laughs> Network, how simple was it back then, huh? uh, once ripped to wrestle for his network. Rip refuses and goes back to his normal life. Still looking for a way to raise ratings, Brell initiates a show called The Battle of the Tough Guys. My God. Um, a violent brawling competition. A mysterious man. So UFC. Zeus. Wins the competition. This gets Brell to use him as an angle to get at Rip. Don't see how that would get at Rip. No. This guy winning <laughs> some random tough guy fucking show. Jesus wept, man. They didn't... I mean, I know it was the 80s and all, but was there actually no writers putting no. any thought into, like, taglines and titles and descriptions no and shit? Apparently, the stories are true. They're all high on coke. Oh, I'd well fucking Just believe making it. stuff up. Yeah, literally. Okay, so that's 1989's No Hold Bars. That's going to be an interesting one to watch. I'll enjoy that. It will. Didn't Zeus have a big gunner eye on him? One of those jobs? Uh, possibly. I yeah, don't know. I think he did. Because wasn't he... Then the Zeus was in Friday with Cube and Tucker. I don't know. Oh, man, you don't know you're black. <laughs> you fucking... You're racist. I will beat oh, yeah. you. You're racist. I'm pretty sure that was more racist yes. than you not, <laughs> than, than <laughs> you not knowing who he was. Um, okay, any news? Uh... I got a text on half seven on Sunday evening. Okay. So if those listening who don't know, I deliver newspapers on a Saturday and Sunday morning. And I delivered in this guy's newspaper. It was on a little bike with a pinwheel hat. Of course. Go before on. six o'clock Sunday morning. I get this text at half seven. So Sunday 13, evening. So yeah, 13 and a half hours later. Hi, James. There was no little shopping booklet in the paper this morning. Could you drop one in the letterbox, please? No, no sorry. There's no please. Could you drop in the letterbox? Tony and Dennis' address. Um, I really hope your reply to that was, Tony. My reply is nothing. Okay, you didn't even reply. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, I'd have replied, Tony, I have a little brochure here. I will happily roll it up if you could just bend over and put your arse cheeks to your letterbox and I will insert it with a fucking hammer. You bellend. 
Seriously. Yeah. Like seen the text is there. I mean, like, how old is Tony? Do you see our customers? Obviously, you do when you collect. I do. Money. He's a he's a granddad. But <laughs> come on, that doesn't that doesn't say a lot. <laughs> no, it doesn't. A granddad. Uh, he, that that could mean he's forty <laughs> in yeah, certain no, parts of Dublin. Sixty. I'd say sixty. Okay, 60. So, uh, you know, he's probably not completely computer or smartphone illiterate. No. There's websites, there's apps. I mean, the guy can use a phone, he texts you. Yes. You know that sort of way? Is this Tony? That's Tony. Why have you got a picture of Tony on your phone? WhatsApp. Anybody oh, he wants... Wa- no, oh. he, he texts me, but he is on WhatsApp and it shows me that he oh, is. Oh, so this is his profile thing yeah. on WhatsApp. Okay, yeah. So... The dude's on WhatsApp, so he's obviously got a smartphone. Yeah. He can download the fucking little app. That's <laughs> no, what you should can't. you should send him back a link to the fucking little app and say, Tony, to save mm-hmm. trees, I have uh, enclosed a link yeah. to the little app. Please peruse at your leisure. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what's in the paper is not my doing. The no. papers come in a bundle of twenty. And what's no, in them is in them. Yeah, but I mean, like fuck off. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fair enough. There was no sports section. What can you do about this? Yeah, James, you only <laughs> gave me the front page of the yeah. paper. The inside was missing. Yeah, I'd accept th- that. There's no uh, little booklet. Yeah, and 13 and a half hours later. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, not when he got up, uh, even if he had a lie on, 10 o'clock, says, Ah, oh, yes, me morning paper. I'll have nothing better after me Sunday fried than a good shite and a little brochure. Yeah. Oh, wait, I've no little brochure. Oh, I'm all constipated. Yes. You know, so, I mean... Fucking What's wrong with some people like, I don't I mean, know. And What little is going on in your life That that's what you need to fucking text somebody about Yeah and uh, The paper is 290 I get a certain percentage of that But it doesn't pay me enough To go back a second time with a brochure No but where are you even meant to get a brochure Does he want you to drive to Little and get him a fucking brochure yeah. Does he think you have a box of spare Little yeah. brochures like in your Obviously house He thinks I put the newspaper together every morning He's obviously fucking insane. Yeah. More to the point, why the fuck have your customers got your phone number? They're going away on holiday. And they say, please don't deliver the paper this week. But is there not like somebody over you like that they contact and uh, then Some of them do and some of them don't. But that's too much trouble. Yeah. That's bizarre, man. I wouldn't give any of these fruitcakes me fucking phone yeah. number. <laughs> Clearly because Tony here going to be fucking texting you. I'm leaving what, half seven at night looking for his little yeah. brochure. Like, you know? grand to give you a text on a Wednesday or Thursday. Hi, we've gone away for the weekend. Please don't deliver the paper. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's very trusting as well. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? You want these addresses. I really want these addresses. That's it, like, literally. Like, I mean, uh, I know those idiots on Facebook posting up pictures like, you know, oh, look at us, we're we're away on holidays, Mm. and this great, yeah, my house is fucking empty, like, you know, that's our way. But to turn around and actually be telling practically a stranger, the dude who did, yeah, it is a stranger. The dude who delivers your paper or your milk, he's not your mate. He's not your friend. (laughs) You don't know who the fuck he is, like, you know, that's our way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if any of these houses get broken into, I'll be on the list of the, who the guards want to talk to. Fucking smart you will. Like, well, me newspaper guy, I told <laughs> him I wasn't going to be here. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, that's just random. It really is. It's just one of them weird fucking things. It is. But what's weirder is that you, like, you know, in this day and age, like, the way you're able to pull up a picture of Tony on the beach with his granddaughter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do you want to? anybody going to buy the po- picture of Tony's granddaughter yeah. on the beach? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, uh, speaking of looking up pictures, um, I was listening to, I've got, I've started listening to it a lot because um, some of the podcasts I listen to are getting a bit sketchy at lately, like that they're not putting up as frequent of posts of podcasts and stuff like that, so I'm falling behind with things to listen to. Stick driving. with Corolla. Yeah, so I'm listening to a lot of Corolla, exactly, because the boy like posts daily. Yeah. But... You know, and then you're listening to somebody and kind of, you, you, you're hearing, the, obviously, you know, I talk about radio mainly, but podcasts, like being the new radio for me, like I listen to it in my car every day driving. Um, Alison Rosen, who's with Corolla. Yeah. And Bald, news, Bald Brian. Girl. Yeah. And Bald Brian. And, you know, you kind of go, I wonder what these look like. Yes. And so I looked them up. It's Brian Bald. But Brian is bald, a lot older looking than he sounds. Like, and horror, like the two of them. Oh, I suppose brain tumours will age you a touch. Is that what he got? Yeah. Okay. He still has his... All right. Okay, well, that that aside, he, d- he you know, he doesn't look sick, but he, he looked a bit... like No, you know when you just you hear a voice, and I don't know what I was expecting, but even with the name Bald Brian, like, to look at him, it wasn't what I was expecting. He's an afro. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same with even, like, you know... Um, on the radio sometimes, you know, some of the presenters, I'd have the radio on and work all day long, so you can't help but hear some of the presenters and stuff. 
and generally speaking when you look them up you're sorry you did you can go oh, yikes it's like whoa that is <laughs> clearly you know the, the old face for radios uh, analogy my afternoon's radio listening yeah had to put on some debt wish to get that fucking <laughs> the, 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 that face out of me out of my mind but uh, yeah but you want Alison Rosen is a good looking fucking girl um, she's if I'm not mistaken she was like 39 or 40 which again I would have like by her voice I'd have said a lot younger yeah like I'd have put her late 20s maybe early 30s but I guess maybe that's just a female voice doesn't kind of break or age the way the male voice does really but yeah no just pleasantly surprised you know they say don't meet your heroes sort of thing but the, don't, don't look you, up your, your voice crushes <laughs> but um, like that you know what I mean yeah not a, not a bad looking girl Excellent. Let's look at her. Yeah, I'm, I, I, that's only for. I mean, internet connection is not fucking great here. Again, I'll, I'll try just pull up a picture of her because I remember back in the day. Um, Better looking than Corolla. Well, that's not hard, is it? <laughs> no. The boy, he's he's like a Asian Jew. <laughs> that's what he's kind of like a weird fucking cross. Like he's got those weird slanty eyes. I know. Am I thinking no Corolla? No, I'm thinking that other dude. Um, the voice is no. Am I thinking has Corolla got slanty eyes? I don't know. Uh, what's no? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm thinking of um. Well, I'm getting confused now in my own head. But I'm thinking of the dude who done the voice for the parrot in Aladdin. Uh, he's always carrying a duck or something like that. Oh yeah, that's not him. You know the guy. Yeah, yeah. I know that's not Corolla, but uh, Gilbert Gottfried. That's the dude. That's yeah. No, Corolla has kind of got squinty eyes. Not as squinty as Gil Gilbert Gottfried, but uh, squinty-ish. He got fired from the duck job. What was his duck job? I don't don't get it. The Affleck duck. It's some sort of American, big American company. Okay. But he made some, I think, tsunami joke, and he got he got canned. All right. This is not really pixelated. It's not really kind of coming up crystal clear. Girl. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. I mean, no. Decent looking smile. Nice rack. Good looking girl. Um, Says cunt every day. Yeah, yeah. Zip it, cunt. But um, yeah, no, because I was listening to. The, the midday show, which is what I'd kind of catch, would be Nikki Bourne uh, of Westlife fame and Jenny Green, another, the two of them kind of co-host the show. And I remember when I heard back, like, when they announced kind of the new lineup back at the start of the year and all, I kind of heard Nikki Bourne kind of, oh, here we fucking go. But I have to say, he's actually one of the better presenters on 2FM. All right. He's, you know, he comes across as very down-to-earth, kind of just very normal you know that sort of way but you know in a good way and they even kind of take the piss a bit like you know because obviously the guy has stories like you know he played in a band toured the world and all yes. that sort of but anytime he mentions or says Westlife the, the cha-ching this little noise <laughs> pops up like you know that's all right and like it's clearly a lot of the time like it's he doesn't even mean this he's not doing it on purpose it's just part of telling a story or something it's not like you know oh when I was in a band sort of thing but it's funny but he does a show at the board called Jenny Green and I looked her up as well and I don't know she's not a bad looking girl but she's got this weird in some of the pictures like when her mouth's closed she kind of looks a bit like a an anorexic Sarah Michelle Geller, Buffy. Yeah. And in other pictures, <laughs> she doesn't look so like when she's smiling, she looks totally different. But still, to me, and I can't put my finger on Hill, looks very familiar. Like she looks like somebody, and I'm not sure if it's somebody I think I maybe know, or is it somebody else? Like, as in, like another pseudo celebrity or celebrity or something like that, that you kind of go, oh, yeah, that's why. No, but it's not, no, she doesn't look at all like Buffy when she's smiling. That's the weird thing. But it's just one of those weird things when. You know, you look up somebody and you kind of go, oh, yeah, that, right. That's not what I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I really didn't hope for that. It was like, um, I remember Louise's cousin, there used to be this American chick who used to DJ on Phantom back in the day. And, like, he'd ring in, or maybe not even ring, maybe just text or whatever, with requests and stuff like that, just to hear them read out, like, when we, when we were in work. I was working with him at the time. And, like, he had a mad voice crush on this one, like, where he, like, he just fucking loved the sound of our voice, like, you know what I mean? But, like I say, sometimes you're better off just listening and not looking, because yeah. sometimes when you see these people, there's a reason they're on radio. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> just like us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's why, you know, we don't plaster images of ourselves. This I mean, is cla- not a video podcast for a reason. Yeah, definitely for a fucking reason, because, well, it looked more like Crime Line or something yes. like that. Although we did put up pictures of our chins for World Beard Day back on uh, September 6th. You can root them out. They're on um, emeraldreprobates.com or you can get us on Twitter. It's 
at ERP official and on Facebook it's just the Emerald Reprobates podcast. Yes. We are on Stitcher as well now, people, just to let you know. So, I mean, I don't know how you are getting... Maybe you could pop us a tweet off and let us know where you are getting this. Yeah, is it Stitcher, iTunes? iTunes. Yeah, is it iTunes? Is it Stitcher? Uh, is just going straight, streaming straight through the website? Well, just let us know so we kind of know where it's coming yeah. from. And I think with iTunes you can review the thing, so have a few words there if you... Yeah, throw up a review if you want, but I'd be more interested to find out where people are hearing it because, like that, the different stats you get back, you know, no one place will give you subscribers or, like, you can check your Feedborn or you can check iTunes, you can check your WordPress stats and all, but no one place tells you the exact amount of listeners, per se, you know, that's sort of way, or, or as the, it will tell you listenership or download numbers, but it won't tell you from where. So okay. it would be nice to just know. So maybe maybe you people out there could yes. pop us along a tweet, an email, anything. Just hit us up, let us know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to get a, a letter saying, I'm being tortured in a hellhole cell <laughs> by made listening to this. Yeah, or there would be a virtual tumbleweed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one or the other, you know. I'm, I'm not going to say which one. But anyway, for me, Derek, that's goodbye. And for me, James, goodbye. Jog on. Rape on. No, no rape on. Okay, just jog. <laughs> <laughs>